0: So um, you are about to enter into uh, the vortex of Evelyn's mind <laughs> as I do this three-month check-in. Um, I did want to start this episode by sharing uh, a post that I read actually from um, a woman whose handle is the bird's papaya. I follow her on Instagram and I really felt like it was appropriate. Um, for where I find myself, and a great intro to the episode. She wrote, hard truths. I liked being thinner because clothes fit me perfectly. I liked being thinner because men paid me more attention. I liked being thinner because people liked that I was thinner and congratulated me often for it. Everything I liked about being thinner had really nothing to do with my actual body, because I can't say I ever ended up finding much like For my body, after all, everything I liked about being thinner was more about being accepted by others than it was about accepting myself. Which reminds me that when thoughts creep in about wanting to be thinner and the drastic, unhealthy measures I know could take to get me there, to pause and reflect and really it comes down to an innate desire to be accepted. So I'm sitting with that today, and I have to thank you. For showing me that while the relationship with myself is the core, that I can and will be accepted by people who will see me for more than my body, I will find clothes that serve me, a man that gives me the right attention, congratulations for my healing and my purpose beyond my body. Embracing me, an ever-changing, gaining and losing, ebbing and flowing me has brought about the most genuine of relationships I could have ever had. How beautiful is that? And it was so timely for me because I feel like it's quite fitting for where I'm at. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. Welcome back to the show. It's Evelyn, your host. And today I am doing my three-month weight loss check-in. Um, There are two other episodes that precede this. Um, The first one especially is uh, illuminating, I think, and helping you understand what brought me to this place. So I highly recommend listening to that one if you're interested or resonate um, and might be on a journey yourself, but something I wanted to talk about, first of all, was how I realized over this last month that I've been calling this my weight loss journey, but really what this is, is a self-love journey. And I think that can feel loaded or even a little cheesy. It feels cheesy to me um, because I think the concept of self-love has gotten really saturated might be the best term Um, but self-love is anything but cheesy and even in some contexts you know I grew up in the Christian world the Southern Baptist Christian world and one of the biggest parts of my identity that I had to really start reconciling when I was in college was this idea that um, I used to adhere to the belief that like the self was something that needed to be constantly rejected, not, not in my uniqueness, but in my flesh and in my desires. And because that was something that I took away as a child, believing that loving yourself was selfish. And the idea that I took with me into college was that if I am supposed to live a life like Jesus, Jesus, (laughs) I'm just laughing because the other day I said that I said, Jesus is named that way. And Sergio parroted back to me. And I don't know why I've started enunciating that that way, but, um, sorry, (laughs) but when, um, when I was in college, the idea that I took with me and into my early adulthood was that Jesus didn't ask for people to love him back. He didn't have needs. He didn't, um, need anything from anyone he, um, just gave and, uh, considered himself the least of these and, uh, constantly gave himself and loved people. And that was the model that I tried, tried to use for my own life. And where that led me was burnout, depression, and, um, a lot of self-neglect. And that worldview tied in also with my identity as being the firstborn and the oldest child in our family. A lot of times when you are the oldest in the family, you have to, we well, don't have to, but you take on this role of being an addition to the parents, um, an additional figure in the home. Um, the ideas that I took with me into my adulthood where that I needed to be self-sufficient, self-sustaining and not need anything from anyone. <laughs> and there might be some of you who, who hear this and you're like, well, yeah, that's exactly the way it should be. But what I have learned is that one of the deepest gifts that I can give to people who love me is to let them love me invite them into loving me, let them care for me too. And, um, I think the idea that self-love is selfish or mm, wrong is something that we really need to challenge. Now, self-glorification, um, putting yourself on a pedestal, believing that you have no flaws, That's different than self love. And that's what I've come to start to recognize that there's some nuances here of things that I hadn't considered. But when we don't know how to love ourselves, and let's just talk about that the concept of self love. What does that actually mean and look like? What I'm saying is that self love, when you love yourself, you know yourself, you know what you need, you know. How to honor your boundaries, how to say no to people, how to um, walk away from relationships that aren't serving your highest potential or um, value. That's what I mean by self love. And maybe it's also respect. Um, But what I've been recognizing in this journey with weight loss and really healing towards myself and connecting myself more with my body is that, um, there has been such a disconnect between like my, my head and my mind and my body. And I have only recognized or allowed myself to recognize recently that I have really, um, loathed my body because I've been looking at the standards of the Western world, well, really the world as a whole, and looking at how she doesn't fit into this category of being desired. And it's been a little disheartening to recognize how much shame there's been, you know, decades, probably at this point, looking at pictures of myself and, and looking for all the flaws, right? I have, um, I carry some weight in my face and my chin. So I'm always looking for that in pictures. Like, do we need to raise the camera so that it's higher, et cetera, et cetera. Um, when I see pictures from like a far off distance and going, like, I don't feel like I'm that big, but then looking at myself in relationship to other people who are next to me those kinds of things. And that's just not what I want to look for anymore. That's just, um, you know, I, I don't know when I started. Well, that's not true. I started dissociating from my body probably in elementary school going like, well, that's not me. Um, I'm me and it doesn't matter what anyone thinks or says about my body. And I, you know, projected this confidence into the world that it didn't matter that hurtful things that people said to me didn't sting. I didn't carry them forward. And that's not true. There are still, um, Conversations that I've had with close relatives, or things that have been said, um, that I still carry with me, and I'm finally to the point where, like, they just don't serve me. And and I think I had bought into this lie that that if I accept myself just as I am, then I'll get lazy and I will not change and And the opposite is true, that I really think that we can only truly change when we accept ourselves fully and to recognize too, that this body of mine has like seen the world with me. Um, Well, not technically, actually, I don't know if you know this, but every seven years, your body has regenerated in such a way, like it's all new cells. So you essentially are changing every seven years, which is kind of cool. Um, to consider, but I digress. But what I wanted to talk about here was how I would be shifting, I guess, um, more of these conversations to reflect more of my true nature of what this journey looks like. And yes, weight loss is still part of this um, because I've been changing my relationship with food, uh, becoming more conscious with what I'm eating instead of mindlessly eating, or just eating with no restriction, um, and just not being a, a very good steward of the nutrition, essentially, that I am taking in. And also, fun fact, maybe this is TMI, but I'm literally recording this and looking at myself naked. <laughs> um, don't, I know that might be weird, but it's also an exercise of self-love, too how often do we look at ourselves and our bodies with just love and compassion the same way that we would extend love and compassion to our dearest friends to our children Um, I think women as a whole there is this waking up that we need to do of recognizing like you know at least in the context of um, if we're looking at biblical truth, if you want to go there, because that was what, you know, I was steeped in. Like Eve and, and women were made to be God's beauty in the world. And each woman is so beautiful in her own way. Um, and you know, what's interesting too is for years, people have told me like, you're so pretty, you're so beautiful. And there's part of me that's like, it feels really nice to hear, right? But there's part of me that's like, I don't believe you, and I'm not sure why that you're telling me that. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? I'm, I, I reject those, those lies that I'm telling myself in order to hold on to some weird agreement I made with myself that if I'm not, you know, a size six, blonde, tan woman that, um, I'm not worthy of, of, of being beautiful. And it sounds so silly saying it out loud, but it's true. It's true. And, um, if you listen to the episode this week with Tamara, um, and I think this is just a beautiful culmination of of this journey uh, to this point, I've been able to recognize things about myself and my faith um, and arrive at some really beautiful places because I've been willing to have this conversation <laughs> with myself. And so I think it can be scary or intimidating to go here sometimes. Um, I was actually talking with um, someone yesterday. You know, a lot of times we want to reject feelings or emotions that are coming up that feel uncomfortable for us, but for an emotion to actually like process through your body, like let's say you're angry or sad, it really only takes 90 seconds for you to fully experience and express the emotion. So if you'll really allow yourself to go there, 90 seconds later, you will have released it. Now you may not have complete clarity around what it means, um, why you're sad, why you're angry, um, but if you will let yourself feel those things that your body was designed to feel, um, you can transition through them. Sometimes what we do is we're like, oh, I don't want to go there. That feels scary. I don't know where I'm going to end up. I could get so angry. I could, you know, smash things, et cetera, et cetera, whatever that looks like for you. But what I find is actually it's more the pent up energy and the pent up emotion that really drives us to some weird behavior, really, in the long run. Um, because our, our bodies and our internal selves are just dying to be witnessed, like in the fullness of who they are. Um, and if I think what's so interesting about this is that we crave, we crave the acceptance of the people around us, the world around us, so much. And part of that is our wiring. Partly it is um, because for, you know, thousands of years, we had to survive as a tribal unit and not be rejected. So we had to learn ways to be accepted by the tribe that we're in. So, and and so this is smart of us, okay? Your brain is trying to protect you. But we live in such a connected age that there are tribes out there for you. Hear that again. There is a tribe out there for you. And I think often too, when we're going through changes, and I will only briefly touch on this for this episode, but I have been really in a place of deconstructing a lot of my spiritual beliefs. And that has been... um troubling at first, to be quite honest, troubling, because I'm like, <laughs> no one will understand this. No one will get what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling. And as I've come to find out, as I've probed a little bit deeper, there is a whole world of people who feel the way that I feel. And it has been so nice, so nice to like, no, I'm not alone. And so that That human craving, that connection in these places of transition is so normal. So I just want to tell you, like, you're not alone in whatever you're working through. Um, I know this episode's been a little different than the ones in the past, but this really is less about weight loss and more about self-love. And that's just the truth of the matter. Um, I did weigh myself this morning and I am happy to say that it's my lowest that I've weighed in thus far. So I guess we're about three months in, I have lost, um, about 37 pounds. And so, um, you know, at first too, I found myself being like only, only this much, like this is the goal, you know, like my total weight loss goal is about 150 pounds. And so, um, earlier on in this journey I really would get down on myself that it wasn't more and because we crave being further faster in our like culture in the western world we praise uh the accelerated path and there's this tension in me that's like well you can be further faster if you would diet more if you would restrict your calories more um but kind of where I'm at with that is, I want to just be conscious and mindful of, of what I'm putting into my body, how it makes me feel, and, um, and just really being mindful about what I'm choosing um, to put in my body and recognizing too when I'm making decisions that um, maybe don't further my health goal. As far as the weight loss or the nutritional gains, like when I'm putting sugar, let's say when I get a Coke with a meal or um, I get a dessert, those kinds of things, to recognize too that like that's not. I mean, sugar is a very real enemy to our body. Um, It creates a lot of um, inflammation and stiffness, and so I'm I'm never going to tell you like sugar is good for you, (laughs) because it's not. I mean, natural sugars. Here's something interesting in case you didn't know or don't know your body actually doesn't know what to do with artificial sugars. So one of the reasons that we can binge on candy, um, when we get used to that, because actually i become more sensitive to sugar, but when we, when we binge on, um, candy and processed sugars, we get more accustomed to them and our body doesn't have like a natural satiation with when we know that we've reached enough when you eat fruit which is has naturally occurring sugar your body actually knows like okay i've had enough <laughs> which is interesting right um just something to note and just something again that i'm learning i probably learned that over the last year and i thought that was interesting because our bodies have these wisdom right these um this this wisdom that we can't take credit for which is so cool and um anyway so self-love journey of weight loss is becoming a journey of self-love. And I think that's actually what it always was. It was always that, um, because ultimately weight loss is not my primary goal. Now I would be lying if I didn't say like, I, I would love to come on here and tell you, oh, I dropped 50 pounds and it was super easy. Um, I have been, like I said, I started to say this, I think I got deviated, but early on in this journey, I did drop weight fairly quickly because I really made some lifestyle changes eating at fast food a lot. I was having lots of Cokes, um, things like that. And so I think my body dropped weight pretty quickly because I simply stopped eating so much processed food and um, and eating more things at home and drinking more water. Um, I also was taking fiber there for a little while, which my mom swears by, um, she lost a lot of weight several years ago and she's kept it off. And so one of the things she really recommends is fiber. Um, there is something called Fiberwise, and a company called Mel that she, um, she swears by that and a probiotic. And I've dabbled with some of that. Um, that's a different story for another day, <laughs> but I. This is where I'm at. So total lost. Thirty seven pounds, which is great. I, I keep digressing from this. <laughs> See, this is just like you sitting across from me at the table. Um, let me stay focused here. Thirty seven pounds, is incredible. Really and truly, Evelyn. Thirty seven pounds. So proud of you. Like I said, I'm sitting here talking to myself and my computer, and you hear some of that emotion because I'm really trying to own that with and for myself, um, and to love like the woman who's looking back at me, because I have really worked hard to be a woman in this world that I am proud of, to fight for the things that I believe in, to be integrity with my friendships and the people that I support and love and that I would continue to be a light no matter what I'm going through. And that's not always easy. Sometimes it's easier. I think to want to shut the blinds and, uh, and turn it off. Right. And just sink inward. Uh, and I'm sorry if that sounds sad or depressing. If you don't know, I lost my dad last year in August. And that was August of 2020, August 1st. And it's been a really hard year. It's been really hard. I miss him a lot. And he would be really proud of me too. Um, He always was. But this journey is more about really giving that back to myself. And that is something too I want to encourage you to do. If you find that you are making decisions in your life where you don't respect yourself or you, because that's actually how this began. I realized I I don't respect myself in health. Like in my body, I don't, I haven't been purposely neglecting this so that I wouldn't have to be accountable or responsible. And, um, I was tired of feeling that way. So if that's in any area of your life, whether it's your career or vacation, your relationships, and believe me, I have been there. Like <laughs> I've been there. I have chosen bad relationships. I have uh, stayed in patterns too long. Like you're in good company. So uh, I will never arrive at a place where I can't be like, girl, I definitely popped out the bushes and stalked my ex who was no good for me because I could not like learn how to love myself. And that, by the way, is a real story. I really did that. I really did, uh, pursue an ex (laughs) who I should have let go a long time ago. I was clinging to a lot of different things. So, all right, that is the update. So we're shifting from a weight loss journey, at least calling it a weight loss journey to a journey of self-love and, um, I know that there's been a lot of parts and pieces in here. Um, Thank you so much for being here with me. And uh, I appreciate you. I'm really grateful. I hope you have a great day. Hey, thanks so much for being part of this community and for being here with me. It means the world. It really does. Um, if there's somebody else that needs to be in this conversation, please share this with them. Um, I would love to continue growing this community. And also, if you have just a quick two or three minutes, Um, If you wouldn't mind sharing a review um, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, you know, a lot of times we're making decisions about where to invest our time and our money and our resources, and we check out reviews uh, to make decisions on where we're going to invest our life. So if this has meant something to your life, um, which I'm so glad that it does, I would love for you to leave a review and share this podcast with your community so that we can continue to grow um, in knowledge and love with one another. So until next time.